Hey, real quick before we get started with today's show, I uh, just wanted to thank five more people from the list of names of uh, backers for my upcoming short film project, He Won't Belong, uh, on Indiegogo. We reached our goal, which is very exciting, um, but I'm here to thank Josiah Johnson, who's an awesome Bay Area musician. Thank you so much, Josiah. Courtney Fairchild, who uh, was the producer of the session video that I made, uh, Flames and Figures. Thank you so much, Courtney. You're the best. Mark Common, a good friend of mine for several years. Thank you so much. Christine Morse, uh, a cousin of mine who I got to see recently uh, visit San Francisco. Thank you so much again, Christine. And last but not least, Donnie McCormick. I went to school with him, film school. And uh, it's always nice to see your name, Donnie. So thank you so much. Uh, let's, Let's hang next time you're in the Bay. All right, on with the show. Welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic McCurio, and I'm here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm, I'm good. I just wanted to let you know. Oh, you're just really... I'm listening, and I'm responding. Wow. You're very engaged today. I am. Are I'm going to be did here you just for engaged? you. I'm 100% here for you. Did you just get engaged? What? <gasps> oh, my God. You just got engaged? No. Oh, okay. And today, we're <laughs> here with... that. Oh, uh, and today we're here with Spencer Owen. Yeah, again. Hi. Hi. Again. Again. <laughs> believe it Believe it or don't, but it's happening again. Right. Spencer Owen is a Bay Area musician here. Uh, he has also been on the podcast once before. What did we watch? I actually forget. We watched Mandy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh my God, that's movie. wild. Yeah, I kind of thought that this was maybe a theme you were going for. Oh, right. <laughs> when you invited me yeah. to be on this episode as well. I was like, okay, so first... Mandy and now <laughs> climax. Funny how interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow, I kind of actually forgot that, but and wow, I, it is. And it I, re- I recently re-listened to the to to my ep- I You know, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a listener to the podcast, and yeah, yeah, also yeah. to to, to re prepare, I listened to my episode mm-hmm. of, of Mandy to mm-hmm. make sure that you know I, I made some tweaks, proper tweaks to my persona. You know, oh, oh, for the, I see. For, for the presentation. Oh, I'm actually very curious what those <laughs> might have been. Um, what did you hate well, about yourself? Since the last time I've done... <laughs> That's my first question. What do you la- hate about yourself? Si- since the la- I'll, 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 this should answer it. Since the last time we've done this, I've done a psychedelic drug once a week. Oh, you're then. kidding me. No, of course I am. <laughs> Damn it. I was just talking I about it to, because, be because, at the, <laughs> because on the Mandy episode, I mentioned that I have never done a psychedelic drug. And it's like, oh, that's oh, interesting that because oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's like really, you know, a key. Both of you guys were like, oh, yeah, no, that's kind of like an interesting resonance that this movie had. <laughs> With both of us, and I was like, oh, "That's too bad that I right. completely missed out on that." Wait, anyway, let's watch climax. Hold on. Resonance yeah, I, that it had with both of us. Oh, I was gonna say that it was almost funny that you would say that we would use the word resonance. Right. A, like, I feel like you're actually giving us more. Um, I feel like we would have said more like a residence. <laughs> right, right, or just maybe like it just well, sounds too smart. You but know? but it President. sounds like both of you had <laughs> had. <laughs> Had had experiences with that, correct? Well, I have. Uh, well, not, not him. Uh, oh, you had not. Depends on what you. I mean, not <laughs> oh, quite. Okay. You know, I mean, just depends on what you're. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, right. I think maybe I was I was gleaning off of Laura's uh, talking about that experience. Right, but anyway, right. anyway, I'm a gleaner. I wanted to also mention that we do have some other people in the room with us today. It's sort we of do. like a special little something, yeah, that, like a, a special little audience. treat. Straight up, we a spe- have a live studio There audience. is a live studio audience. Uh, we it's have an amazing day. We have Josh. Hello. We have Nick. Hello. And we have Dory. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, they might be like chiming in here and there. They're more than welcome to, but we're all just like kind of, we all actually just saw this film, by the way, together. Uh, unintentionally so we just all kind of like ran- well josh was intentional but um <laughs> josh was intentional. we're just here as fans we just, we're just watching and we'll chime in if it feels right right yeah 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 absolutely fangirl i'm just here to document unintentional fangirl <laughs> um but yeah so the film that we all just watched today uh is called climax it's a 2019 film by uh gaspar noe he's a french director who has done several very um intense trippy films he's sort of known for a very particular style uh one of my actually favorite modern directors uh and he did irreversible enter the void and love um 
all of which I've seen. I'm curious, which which have you seen again? I have only seen Enter the Void. Enter the Void? Okay. Yeah. And Laura, you've never not seen a Gaspar Noe film. Wait, what was Irreversible about? I feel like maybe I did too. Maybe I didn't. Well, I w- know. without giving away anything, right. it is like in reverse. <laughs> okay. I didn't see that. But I do. I've been meaning to see Enter the Void for some time now. That's all I could say. Is that you know? what irreversible means? <laughs> I have no idea. It's like in Let me like define like, the word for you. What does that mean? In irreversible. Case you don't get it. Where have I heard such a phrase? It's like flammable and inflammable. Yeah. You know it's I mean? sort of like the opposite Wait, of is it like, reversible. It's like if you're like if you're if you're going it's, it's like, like stopping. It's like if you stop. What does that mean exactly? It's like if you full like, on so, stop, or it's like and un-go. then you actually put it, you know that <laughs> other thing on your you know on your car where there's that R, you know about oh, that? Oh yeah, that means reversible. That actually means oh that means reverse, irreversible. That means irreversible. Yeah. Oh, that's where they got that name from. They did. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. He named it after gotcha. that. He Gas- bought a car. Gasper Noe was an automotive lobbyist actually. Right, yeah. Uh, several decades ago. <laughs> Gasper Noe actually his name originally derived from the name Knowing. He knew so all, he knew including all. words such as reversible and irreversible. He actually was a smart. dictionary. It's very cold, hard fact. Right. <laughs> anyway, Spencer, um, we've really all been reading our dictionary lately. It's really nice. I actually refreshing. found one the other day. I loved it. <laughs> you, found, what, you found a dic- what? I did. I found a dictionary on the street. And you loved it. I did. We were. <laughs> and I loved it. I did. Did it have all of the words? It had or? a few words. Okay. It, had, it had all the words. <laughs> all the, all the words you expected. It Strangely to have. enough, it might have even had the word irreversible in it. <laughs> it was found on the street. Check when I get home. It was on the street. It can't. You know, you can't expect it at all. All the words. All the words. Right. It's not the street. I don't know if it had all the words, but it had most of them. Oh, we're feeling punchy, aren't we? Most of them. No, but I will say this. No, I really did find a dictionary in one of those like box cubicle things. You know, those like free book things. Mm. Love those things. Yeah. But a dictionary. What a fun adventure into the unknown and really? i wish everyone could see the the, the tea mug as you're right <laughs> as you're saying, yeah yeah holding up your mug smiling and saying a dictionary what a fun adventure <laughs> it really is open the book to any page you'll find something you might not know about is that what you did i did what did you That's really do you true. remember what you found out well do you no. remember what you learned <laughs> <laughs> i do not so there you go do you ever like do you, do you fuck with like a word of the day ever i fucked with it <laughs> Yeah, do you do you remember any of your word of the days? Nope. <laughs> you talking like a calendar? Like yeah, a, like well, yeah. you know how some people they like fuck with a word of a day. They're, they like come into the office. You drop you drop one of those daily you know page turner motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like guess what page the fucking word of the day is one okay? Of those, one of those page rippers. <laughs> page ripper. That's a good word of the day. Yeah, yeah, right. Oh yeah, right. Page I mean, ripper. Let me think about a page ripper here. Sasquadalian. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? What is that? I don't know uh, what that is. Just start Sesquipedalian. Sesquipedalian. It's like a cesspool of quails. Is it sesquipedalian or sesquipedalian? I truly, I truly, I'm not sure which one. It's actually Sasquatchpedalian. It's originally derived from. Oh, the, the uh, little known fact. Right, right. Festival of circa 2012. No. no, it's um, it is a word. Sespaquidalian. Sespaquidalian. Look, look it up. Okay, I'm ready. Use the Learn something for once. And, you know, it, it actually has a lot to do with the way we're talking about it right now. Actually. Mm. Oh wait, no. I mean. Here's yes, a, I've, oh, here's a fun game. I think I know this. Guess word. what it means and see if the answer is right. I think I you actually can already guessed. Cesspool of quails. Okay, I'm. Gonna I think clap I clap once for that, but not too many times. Okay, just once. <laughs> That's fine. Go ahead. I mean, this Take might be cheating because I may remember what it means. You now. can also make it up, and this could be part of your making up the answer. And I love it. Go okay. ahead. So, uh, yes, I mean, I, I, you know, back in my dictionary studies. <laughs> In you your know, dictionary study, back like my, Bible studies, back in but, my dictionary studies, <laughs> which there should be. Uh, I definitely yeah. encountered this word and t- took a good, long, hard look at it. And of course, <laughs> of course, back in summer of '89, right? Good year. Yeah, my birth year, actually. You know, my birthright year. Your birthright. I wasn't allowed to go to. I, w- I wasn't allowed to go to summer school, so 
This was what I did instead. Uh-huh. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. What a shame. You weren't allowed to go to summer? They didn't let me. They didn't let me go to summer school. <laughs> you had to skip right over spring straight No, they fall. didn't let me go to summer They're school. Like, you're not oh, going okay. To, oh, you could, you're, you're not, not going, going to summer. summer. Mommy, daddy, can I <laughs> You're go not to allowed to summer. Can you're I grounded to, from summer. <laughs> can I go to summer school, mommy and daddy? <laughs> no. You must go play. <laughs> Wait, that is hilarious. Wait, hold on. Oh, you wanted you to go. You wanted to go to this summer school. This is exactly, yes, this all Sorry, I just wasn't paying attention. This is true. All of this happened in real life wow. no right. it didn't oh, oh it did oh um i thought i was supposed to be inventing stuff <laughs> no that's fine oh no Carry you are inventive you're an inventive person i love it i think it actually might mean a word with a, too many syllables or, or many sil- many multi-syllabic word is that right or wrong it's kind of close but no cigar okay no cigar anyone from the audience want to dip into this <laughs> i'm out <laughs> <laughs> you're not interested in it you're not Say interested in a dip what what's the word again Sespaquid Sasquatch No Sespaquidalian <laughs> Sespaquidalian Do you actually have an answer to this? Wait, is there an alien involved? What? An is alien? there an alien involved? No I, think <laughs> I mean a, maybe I think it's a cesspool Of quid Of British quid <laughs> Wait so both you and Dominic agree That it's a cesspool of, of some I do believe yes. of I do believe <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah, What's the yeah. answer? Yeah, Do we yeah. actually have it's an answer? The answer is no. It's aliens. Wait, what? Oh, sorry. That's not. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut in. Say it again. It's a cesspool of quid aliens. Of quid aliens. <laughs> alien what by the breed the quid. By the name of the breed quid. Cesspool By the breed name quid. <laughs> um, contrary to Here's the reptilian or reptoid. What is the definition of cesspool quid alien? <laughs> that's not. <laughs> what is the definition of cesspool alien? Sesquipedalian is a formal term. It means of a word, polysyllabic, long. Oh. There you go. There you go. A long oh, polysyllabic oh. word. It means I'm a sorry. polysyllabic okay, word. I actually, all this time I was totally misinformed about the definition of that word. <laughs> I thought that it meant that it was just a word that was a very sort of flowery word that was maybe hard to know what but, it meant. But here's the thing, though. Like is a supercalifragilistic expialidocious would be considered a sesquipedalian word. But I think that you... I think that you are using it. I think that's sort of right because I mean it, it is kind of right to use that word to describe a multisyllabic word. Mm. Yes. is to Be use something ses- flowery, and thus you're doing a you're you're having a you're bringing a connotation of flowery purple mm. prose. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's very sesquipedalian <laughs> word. Right. If you know what I mean. Right. Right. It's a bit irreversible in a way. It's, a, it's sort of irreversibly <clears throat> sesquipedalian. Mm-hmm. This, this might be the longest I've talked about nothing for a, quite some time. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. That is what we do. It's kind of fun. Spencer, you were telling me <laughs> that you have a... a well, I wanted to know what your favorite film was, and then I felt like we got sidetracked, but I actually want to know now. Well, because I listened, I told you I listened to your top 10 episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was very intrigued by it because I definitely agreed with some of your choices. Right. I only know your number one, but I am curious what your other favorite films of I. the year were. Uh, well, my honorable mention was, of course, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Didn't see it. <laughs> Didn't see that either. Uh, which I, which <laughs> made me cry uncontrollably in the last 10 minutes. Wait, is that, it's like a musical? <clears throat> Yes, it's the songs of Abba. Songs of um, Oh, you were uh, telling me about this, yeah. Yeah, the first Mamma Mia movie is uh, based on a musical out uh-huh. of the songs of Abba, and then the second Mamma Mia movie is its own new musical mm. film mm. based on the songs of Abba. And Abba are one of my ten favorite, ten bands, favorite bands of, of all time. time. <laughs> I knew that. And uh, <laughs> guess the factoid. Sorry. And by the way, I, I mean, say that kind of thing a lot when without knowing what the other nine are, are, probably. Right. But like. <laughs> Sorry. You're like, have oh, I you just know what you're saying. So much in common. Have, right, well, have we I, good. You guys have a lot. Yeah. I've given you this spiel before. No, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Number 10. Um, I just made a little list. Right. Of, uh, numbered it just now. Number 10 was The Guilty. Did you guys see The Guilty? No. Never heard it was a of Danish it. film. Uh, I, we're getting a thumbs up from people. Thumbs up Gallery. from the audience. Was yeah. that the one with the abduction? Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. Uh, uh, it's a uh, just a brief description. It's about a nine one one operating office, and one person in particular who gets a particularly um, alarming phone call, uh-huh, and the uh-huh. repercussions of that 
throughout uh, in real time uh-huh. throughout a, like a 90 minute film and uh-huh. it's super super compelling and, uh-huh. um, number nine uh, I put Annihilation at number nine. Oh, Very did good. I do that too? Very good I think you put it at 10 or 9 yeah um, that was it uh, and it's and it's all uh, the numbering is in common with sure. Lara my, uh, you guys my, actually, yeah. my feelings are more in common with Dominic in that the ending of that film was some, one of the best sequences the best. of cinema all year. Agreed. Wow, okay. um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it definitely Go is. see I mean, it. Uh, number eight was uh, Let the Sunshine In, starring Julia Binoche, which is a Claire Denis film. Mm-hmm. And we actually saw a preview for her new film tonight mm-hmm. uh, called High Life, which is a space movie starring Robert it Pattinson very and Andre 3000. Wait, isn't that a... <laughs> right. No, very Andre excited. Benjamin. As, as, that's right, Andre as Benjamin. He has oh, it's a Claire Danes film. Clearly changed uh, for Claire the Denis. Screen. Claire Denis, the, the oh. director. Wait, why am I thinking Claire Danes? <laughs> Claire Danes. <laughs> Who's Claire Danes? Because I think you misheard from me. Life, from my so-called life. Yeah, from yeah, my so-called life. Claire Danes and Claire Denis. Different people. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, I have not Different seen. Different people. Claire, Claire, Claire Denis, Denis is, is cool. Uh-huh. I don't really know either, to be honest. She's super cool. Claire Denis, I think you'd like her films, actually. Well, High Life looks incredible. I was yeah. very excited to see that. Yeah, so her, I movie, am very her movie from last year is called Let the Sunshine In, and it was great, mm-hmm. and I really recommend it. It's very different than what High Life looks like. Great. Um, number seven was a documentary. This was a soft spot pick for me um, because I love the musician Ryuchi Sakamoto. Oh, my God. I love him, too. And he, there was a documentary him. about him put out last year really? called oh, really? Coda. Yeah, and it's a really compelling film. Super great. One of the best music documentaries I've ever seen. Two more, uh, more uh, mainstream, I guess more mainstream picks. Um, number six, Leave No Trace, uh, which was a wonderful movie by the director who made Winter's Bone, yeah. Deborah Granick. Um, Leave No Trace was just really, really wonderful. Um, a, plain, a plain spoken drama, like a really, really but a terrific like kind of unpredictable one mm-hmm. and really really written like in a beautiful human way mm-hmm. as they say <laughs> um number five first reformed really written in a beautiful human way as well <laughs> agreed oh, very good uh I first reform was just a fucking um, i guess i trip. respect it it was, loved a, it. It was a trip into it. a place mm-hmm. uh number four eighth grade Oh yep. yeah, that, Num- was, that was up there. Number three, so Roma. Good. It's getting yep. boring oh. now. Yeah, number three. Yeah, Roma. Number two, uh, Shoplifters. Didn't see didn't that. see it. Trying to see Shop. it. Shop. Trying to see it. Motherfucking lifters. Trying to see it. Really? Trying to see it. Best performance of the year: Sakura Ando in Shoplifters. Okay. Really? I don't even know about that. We'll that plug movie. into the. We'll plug into the Matrix pretty soon. And number one, Suspiria. I mean, fuck it. Wait, so you did not see? You didn't see what Border? No, you know what? I didn't see Border. You might like that. Yeah. I should see I think you might like We that. saw that think, with Nick over in the audience yeah, there. We did. Yeah, we did. The Nick were, by the way, the Nick <laughs> yeah, who's in our did. audience, in case we didn't mention this before, we did, we is did. the infamous DJ Real. Oh, did we not mention that? Who has been that? a guest oh. on our podcast many times. DJ yeah. Real in the house. Yeah, he's, he, he he's, just a, simply he's a in resident. the house tonight. A resident, um, totally tell me uh, guest, you could say. He's a totally resident, teller. President. He's a, he's a teller. Right. Well, <laughs> he's a total teller. What did we say earlier? I like that movie, though. Border's really great. Border's good. Yeah, Allison actually was talking about, my wife Allison was talking about wanting to see it too. Um, so we should watch it. So. I, yeah, that was definitely in my top four. Awesome. Yes, would it was. You, that's right. Would you? Uh, did you watch the Oscars? No, I was at Disneyland instead. Mm. Oh, did you man. see Green How Book? How often do you go to Disneyland? Oh, Sorry. um. Okay. Yeah. Well, Dis- our, our 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 <laughs> annual pass is about to run out. <laughs> right. You mentioned that earlier. Um, tonight, so. we've we've had it for three. This is our third year in a row having an annual pass and to an like, anal pass. Like an anal pass. To, to have an well, anal. I wasn't going to say anything. To, to, I wow. said I said I said like yeah like I, there was like an a anal yeah pass. there an anal pass. Uh, this is our third year in a row of anal passage. <laughs> wow! Wow! Birthright passage. Um, wow! <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Having an AP and Wait, doing that at anal? Disneyland <laughs> being a thing. Yeah, Tell I know. Me about anal passage at Disneyland. Right. Yeah, I mean, everyone. Do. Does that happen a lot at Disneyland? Is that what's going More on? More than under you know, I think. Is that what's going on in the Indiana Jones ride when they like? <laughs> there are rooms when you like when they do that thing. <laughs> you know, you like go in that. Oh, tunnel? that wasn't it. Okay. <laughs> there are rooms with doors at Disneyland. Um, oh yes, there are. Doors. You can open and oh, shut doors. Oh, you know, can I chime in a little bit about Disneyland? Absolutely. Yeah. I have a cousin who works there, and he was. Uh, growing up, he would take us back, you know, and show us all the kind of dirty secrets about Ooh. Disneyland. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't go hardcore, but oh my god, why a, not? Well, because I mean, there's nothing too hardcore, but there was. A, <laughs> was I won't a hardcore go hardcore because I can't. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
mean, I could. I can't. I just can't <laughs> not, do it. It may not necessarily be true, but hey, who cares? No, but the one thing I will say is there was a character there that was obsessed with just watching this the Little Mermaid show, like every single show that they there would be multiple shows of it a day and this guy like hid behind some kind of bleacher and just watched it every t- like all the time <laughs> yeah. and i think he might have done some anal passage i don't know i'm just throwing that out there behind Keep the bleachers going. but there were a lot of dark sort of weird secrets. Oh, there's course. some weird things that go on at disneyland and i mean i you know i went on the mark twain boat you know multiple times in the front you know the <laughs> yeah. whole the the, the, the uh, driving part the driving part mm-hmm. yeah. yeah very <laughs> weird it. yeah i went <laughs> I, got I don't to know. Go what the, in the, I don't know in the what captain's is. lair, you know. Yeah. Oh, the ca- oh. Yeah, I did captain's lair. You, <laughs> you got know, into that captain's lair. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> they do do captain's wow. lair there. Wow. <laughs> All aboard. Um, Point being. Tell me about more. Did you I'll, see Fantasmic? Uh, not this time. <laughs> what are these things? Are you making up words again? <laughs> It sounds Sesquicodalian, but it actually is a simple, wonderful event that happens on a daily basis. I don't know what the fuck that is. All I'm it's saying wonderful. is, to have, if you have an annual pass, you have to go a lot. Yeah, oh, that's what you're referring to. Only yeah. now yeah. did I get what you're talking about. Yeah. You didn't realize you said annual pass? pass? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, so, I never heard no, annual. Yeah, I've been Only saying, heard annual. I started, the first several times I said annual. Um, <laughs> I only heard anal. That you, I, only I only, only anal. hear anal. I only hear anal. Paul quote. Paul quote. Anyone? Paul quote. Uh, it's like a movie title. I only hear anal. The new movie by Lars Van Sant. <laughs> Lars Van. Is that a mix up of Lars von Trier <laughs> and Gus Van Sant? That's exactly the one. Thank you so much for the correction. <laughs> Lars Van Sant. <laughs> Just throwing very shit good, out there. You know? Two directors that I love, I will say. I would love to <laughs> see a large I, I would also They could team up. They could like. That's why up. they have that movie. They only see <laughs> anal. See it's the two and one. <laughs> it's a two and one. Two for the price of one. Go <laughs> on. I do love. I do love that. I do love those right. guys. Me too. <laughs> anyway, but more guys. about what's this made up word that you talk about, talk about Disneyland? I don't need to talk Fantas- about Disneyland. I just oh, we, uh, we we. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, if you watch pass, it, if this is bringing up bad a memories. Pass holder means that you have to go a lot. <laughs> you're supposedly rumored the slang that uh, Disneyland employees have for annual pass holders is pass hole. <laughs> Because because they are you know they're technically paying if they go more often right. for less money like you know right. they're technically like there's probably a lot of them who are very entitled with their position right. and entitled passholes and like, everything I come here every day and like and all of the merchandise that's available only for annual pass holders <laughs> says pass holder on it in large letters oh my god that's like hilarious. t-shirts that say pass holder in huge letters and every time i see that i think i know what they're fucking trying to tell me i know what they're saying to me they're saying wear it wear it but yet the people who work there don't like that right? yeah i don't think so. they think you're a pass hole yeah exactly <laughs> precisely wow but yeah Fantasyland, hands down for me my favorite part of disneyland but most people probably wouldn't agree i i, I mean when i was a kid it was tomorrowland and right. now i have Everyone to admit tomorrowland that. is falling apart i know um, oh my god it's so weird how last time i was there i feel like Star Tours seemed so small compared to what it seemed like when I was a kid. Yeah. Just like that whole exterior of it, you know? Yeah. It, it seems all... so futuristic, so big, so, you know, impressive. The future, it's, 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 just, a, it's, it's a lesson. It's the past now. It's a lesson we learn. Did you we go all die. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Oh. Mm. That's what Disneyland Wait. is telling us. Oh, sorry. That was With that, that could be a good transition to... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> 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 No no. no, no, no. Hey, watch it. I like I how you both slowed no, down you know the train at the same time. <laughs> that that phrase applies to both what we watched tonight and what I was watching solo earlier today. Oh, you were doing a solo watch? Tell well, us about your solo watch. T- you tell me. What, what was totally I, tell what me. What was I me? watching? Oh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's right. But throughout the game, yeah. they speak of the Lord Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we got some throners. We have some throners over here. Yeah. Oh, are you guys throners? Yeah, Josh okay. is a throner. Josh is a total throner. You Big fan, fifth time watcher. Woo. Yeah, I love it. fifth time. Well, everybody. it's just interesting because in the game today, <laughs> they said you know there was a lot of Valor Margoris or whatever speak. Oh, know, and when you say love, game today, you're talking about the die. episode you watched. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And they just keep talking about that all day today. I've been hearing it, and then we watch this movie, and now Spencer's here talking about Disneyland, and boom, <laughs> all men must die. 
I don't get the references, but I'm assuming that everyone who watches Game of Thrones. I've never even seen Game of Thrones, and I feel like I get it. Spencer, you need to get on that. A snap. Wait, why don't you want to watch Game of Thrones? Okay, it's interesting. Uh You're about to be shamed right now. You're about to be shamed. I have people in my life who don't watch it, and, you know, they think that they're standing for a cause here, and. (laughs) I used to be one of those people, but okay. I realized I was wrong. What okay. causes are to stand for? Just like, don't be a All martyr. All men must die. What? It's like, don't be a martyr. Don't it's be a like martyr to it. society while drinking thine gin and juice in the hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> don't be a don't martyr be to society. <laughs> oh, my God. Is yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I've I've just have so much else, other things to do. It doesn't interest you. Stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, one day I'm sure it'll happen to me. But like, really, for now, I, I it'll happen to me. I mean, my you know, my wife Allison is also someone who's watched it in multiple times. She's really, she's yeah. a total throner. Yeah, she's a throner. Total throne. Oh. She's just she's thrown. played she's played the game. She's right. played the game indeed. But I but we I all play the game. We just don't know it. But I, she's she's a, she's a castle. But you know, eventually I'll probably get around to it. Uh, I mean, there's uh, other things. There's so much stuff. to Does watch. it aesthetically I, bore you? I mean, does it does it, it turn it, you off aesthetically? Um, without approaching it closely and getting involved, yes. I've been right there with you. Yeah. but I'm not there anymore. Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. <laughs> What is this, a fucking meeting? Or? I, I, I have friends who are like, I, I have one friend in particular, like uh, one of my better friends, uh, college roommate friend who, you know, he's like so skeptical about television and movies and everything. Like he, he can barely touch anything without being outside of it pretty much like media wise like he's just so skeptical he's such a skeptic and Wait, what do you mean skeptical skeptical like, like that's not a tv show like no he's irreversible like, but like <laughs> no mean? he's just like he's just like skeptical that it's worth his time essentially oh, like I anything see. anything gotcha. is really worth his time mm. he's like I'd, ra- I'd rather be doing any almost anything else mm-hmm. and he's watched graham of thrones and, and graham of graham of thrones, thrones and, yeah. and and he's in also an anal pass <laughs> oh he's into anal um no he's watched game of thrones and and read all the books like numerous times yeah. each mm. he's like you, mm. you don't understand I know. it's about politics it's about, <laughs> it's about so life. much it's about well it's about history it's a history lesson yeah and yeah of course history it's yes. interesting all the crazy stuff that happens in that show that you think is like the most hardcore stuff that happens that couldn't possibly be true yeah, it's true <laughs> it's true it's all based on some historical thing yeah. that happened mm-hmm. and josh agrees he says but i mean every you know except like the dragons and stuff i mean but there there i mean all the stuff that humans do in that movie, in that show, is all based on something that happened in history. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. Who else is up, Laura? Oh, me? <laughs> well, let's see. I, or we uh, can talk about this movie. I mean, you know. Yeah, we could do that. Wait, what's up with you? Not much. <laughs> this, really? I'm ready to talk about the movie. All right, wait. Anything? Oh, wait. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, time, sh- time share? Timeshare. Oh, my God, you're right. I what did want to just... Share? Look, I just... I, I, I don't know if there's been any developments. No. Yeah, this but is I actually did, something I wanted to ask about, too, and I'm I, glad you wanted to ask Me, about too. It. And I'm glad I they did, wanted I to I did want to loop back to it. The so the last want. time, in case you didn't listen, I'll give you a quick little uh, summary. The last time Spencer was oh. on this show, Laura did bring up a bit of a timeshare that she was planning on going to because she swore that she would be getting a free trip to Hawaii right now. and or something else and that she was even saying that this was going to happen in January. Now, I have not checked in with Laura hmm. since <laughs> since the episode, and I have been waiting for the moment that we could finally bring Spencer back onto the show so that we could have our big climactic moment. Climax. Climax of a moment. You know, what better episode than climax to really have, I think, the climactic end. Climax of Spencer and Timeshare. Equals Laura Weinbach timeshare. <laughs> <laughs> Conclusion. So Laura, I guess ultimately my question is, um, have you have you had any developments on this timeshare? There have been some developments. <gasps> oh. <laughs> the timeshare has grown breast and sprouted some pubic hairs over the last several months. It's going through a very sort of, you know, changing sort of transformative right. time. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, no, to be honest, I... Um, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I knew it. Well, because you realize it's a fucking hoax. No, because you realize it's a fucking hoax. I didn't realize anything. I simply chose not to go forth with it. Because oh, wait, why would you? Why would you well, make that decision? Thought, Did you find you know, anything out when you looked it up? Yeah, maybe no, you like read some exactly. bad reviews. No, or... it wasn't that. I, okay, 
I listened to our little episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> little, you did have an episode. Your little thing I listened that you to created. your little episode. <laughs> and right, I right. thought maybe he's right. <laughs> maybe. Oh my god. Wow. Maybe I've I never don't want to felt so vindicated <laughs> in my whole life. Well, vindicated, syndicated. You know, oh my all... god! I so just... you listened back to the episode, and you were like, "Wow, I'm hearing myself now, and I sound like this might be a bad idea." No, it wasn't about me. It was about you for once. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> it was about me. Wow! Well, I just felt like you know maybe he has a point. I mean, I, love I this. could read this into this. I looked into it, and I thought, well, I was supposed to reschedule my appointment to go down there, mm-hmm. and you know, all of a sudden, a few months passed, and I thought. Do I really want to go to Lake Tahoe and mm-hmm. risk it all? Risk it all, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, ultimately, we the answer do. I came to was no. I don't. I don't. Really yeah, there you go. We and all also, we I, all eventually risk it all tonight. in Lake Tahoe, though. <laughs> we all eventually do it. All men must go to Lake Tahoe. <laughs> right, no, I, right. I don't. I don't. I realize. I also realize. I think. If I went to Hawaii, uh-huh. I don't know if I would want to stay at a Best Western or less or lesser. Absolutely, you don't. For two nights. Yeah, I actually Maybe forgot more. that was part of the deal. It was part. Of that the was part of the deal. You there were so though? many like qualifications i mean, I, mean I would but it, it did seem like maybe it was some trouble to deal with it you know yeah. what i mean like maybe i could go down there and maybe i could get the trip but you then i the, might be on the phone for a few hours there's something you know more, I mean? than that, more than there's that more there's a concept there's a concept that i'm sure i'm using 100 correctly right now called human capital <laughs> you're putting you're putting your time and, and effort into something is it worth that? Right. It is it worth not, it? I right. don't know. It may, know. It it may not it? be money, uh-huh. but is it worth the Is it worth spiritual time? <laughs> yeah. Is it worth human capital? There you go. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That actually feels very conclusive for me, to be honest. That feels like a climax. Climax. Well, I think I just climaxed, actually. You might have. <laughs> All right. I think we should talk about this movie, Climax. Sounds, that sounds like I'm excited point. to talk about it, so... Again, to remind you, um, we will not talk spoilers about uh, the film until uh, it will make it very clear when we're going to get into spoilers. But at first, we'll talk spoiler free if you haven't seen uh, the 2019 film Climax by Gaspar Noe. Um, but uh, yeah, Spencer, uh, I like to start with a guest unless you feel strongly otherwise. No, I can I'm, I can get, give it a shot. Right. Um, so with no spoilers, what did you think of I think Climax? I, I think I can talk for a long time about this movie without saying a single thing about the plot. <laughs> good, 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 good. Um, I After it ended, I felt like I wanted to go into to a helicopter mm-hmm. and then have that helicopter drop me into the middle of an ocean <laughs> where I could where I could stretch my arms and legs out and float freely forever right, right. without any responsibilities anxieties without any cause for right. worry or care except right. maybe my rescue eventually uh-huh. uh yeah um what a tense experience yeah that movie ended up being um i guess i loved it i mean wow, uh, really yeah i guess uh, okay. uh i don't know if i'll ever watch it again <laughs> right probably not uh-huh. um to to focus on why i loved it uh-huh. um gaspar noe is somebody who is so aesthetically obsessed mm-hmm. he has these particular ways of from the two movies i've seen yeah he said he has these particular ways of operating he loves long tracking and handheld shots Mm -hmm. he loves uh you know disorienting camera movement and different points of view that could disorient you he loves uh you know wild wildly varying color palettes and titles that just appear <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. uh when i was in college going back to another old time thing and then i'll wrap up and let you guys share yeah, yeah. um uh i was good jean-luc godard was my favorite director uh-huh. and uh the way he handles certain stuff in this movie i thought was even maybe even a deliberate nod to the way jean-luc godard did things titles and for one mm-hmm. um and language on the screen but also 
that sequence, you know, in the opening with the with the mise en scene of the books and the videos next to the television. Um, I won't even say what because I think that's spoilery, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but it's all uh, the details in this film. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it was about seventy percent really unpleasant. The film, this yep. film, yep, uh-huh. unpleasant. Mm-hmm. But you loved, loved it. it. Loved, loved it. Seventy percent unpleasant. Very unpleasant. Great. <laughs> Laura, what did you think? I gotta say, I can't be, um, I just can't agree with you here on this one. <laughs> I just didn't really like it. <laughs> you didn't really like it not at that all? Much. Mm. Or not that much? Of, it was a little entertaining in a shock value sense, but that's for me kind of, I mean, and I appreciate all the stuff that you're saying, Spencer, like, you know, stylistically or whatever. Yeah. And technically speaking, I did think that the, you know, the, the, the cinematography was really interesting and cool and for a while, but yeah, ultimately it just wasn't like something that I care for too much. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> you don't, need to, I, I mean, don't think you're disappointing. I mean, you're not disappointing me by not liking. No, it. I know. I'm not, I know. I don't think I'm disappointing you. I mean, yeah. well, I guess I did apologize, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't didn't like it. Uh huh. It was like, yeah, very just dark, and I don't dislike things because they're dark. But right. for me, this just didn't seem to have much of a point other than trying to. Well, maybe I won't get to. I won't say that yet. Say what? It, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, it just made me feel like this is just like trying to make you feel like terrible. <laughs> I mean, Ultimately. but I mean, um, it's just like a bad vibe. It's but a very that, bad vibe. Yeah, it's just a bad vibe all around and without much of a point. Without much of a point. So that's what you had a problem with is that it didn't feel like it had a point? I mean, for me, it didn't have a point. Because I mean... I mean, for some people, arguably, maybe it would have it, a point. If it... Do, if it, so, uh, it was, did it affect you? Or you, I mean, you felt it, kind of unaffected well, I did by feel mild... Yeah, I mean, I did feel like it was stressful, but at the same time, I kind of just felt like, okay, this is just one of these movies that's trying to be stressful. <laughs> do you oh, like you know you, what i would say go ahead about why maybe i didn't like it that much is because okay well i i guess i just didn't feel like there wasn't much character development in a way for me like individually well like, I laura just didn't feel, i hate to call you out but i did look over at you a few times and you oh were i sleeping did yeah i mean here i will i will admit this for the first in the first i don't know how you sleep half this an hour there the first half of the movie the first half of the movie is like oh, pretty boring half. oh yeah 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 no you <laughs> I, mean, totally I, well, I mean you can call it boring it. but i mean my mind no, wandered I, mean, I was i was awake for most of it my eyes did start kind of nodding i will say that but i mean i'm just saying three for three is all i i had the thought in my mind i was like i could fall sleep during this if i let myself and i might let myself <laughs> but what if you woke up during but i know but i was like making a conf- conscious effort to like listen to if something got interesting listen to the I was french like, no. well i was like this is not seeming like it's gonna it's gonna get interesting for a while so i'll just kind of <laughs> fall asleep allow myself to do i didn't uh-huh. really fall asleep fully honestly i swear probably I around I mean, the time okay. she was falling asleep no. is around the time my mind was starting to wander a bit i was it just kept repeating st- like it just seemed like it was not going anywhere it was like okay these guys are dancers they're doing a thing but Whatever. now knowing that it goes somewhere don't you think that would have been like a crucial time to be paying attention well i got i woke up i feel like right when it went somewhere <laughs> okay also <laughs> also you know i was like all right now it's gonna get dark oh, my, my last comment your subconscious i was able to let you know that that's so crazy <laughs> Go on okay, what did you think of it i loved this movie uh, okay. i thought it was great wow um gaspar noe to me is a visionary filmmaker um he is at this point like so confident in his directing he has a style all of his own at this point like it's it's like these rules that he's created for himself the titles you know the the aesthetic um long takes uh you know obsession with movement uh in frames like uh um, the the way that the camera moves, I mean, the way it follows people, it's like un- unmistakable, actually, and 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 I find that to be incredible. And I always really look up to directors who have an like an auteur style to them, where it's like the second you start wa- you watch ten minutes of their movie, you're like, I know the director of this, you know. And Gaspar Noe is one of those directors, and this was absolutely no exception. Um, I've seen all of his films before. This to me, uh while it's not like my absolute favorite of his films, I thought it is definitely, it's one of his better films. Uh, like I still have to kind of process it for what all of his films to me are about processing in a yeah. way. 
Um, and so, you know, it's hard to have like a concrete opinion on how, how much I love it, but I know I love this movie. I mean, like it really affected me deeply, um, as his films tend to do. Uh, the first film I saw of his was Enter the Void and I remember um, feeling so uncomfortable in the theater watching that um, that I had to like get up and leave. Wow. See, um, now that I want to see. Well, I don't think you're going to like it if you didn't like this. It's very much the same shit. Really? Because I, I, I was told that Enter the Void was like a psychedelic journey that it, is. it looks visually crazy. Well, but it is, but it's, so is this to, to me. Enter the Void, I... It, it made me feel like I was having an anxiety attack. I had to like leave the theater. Um, even, even though I, wa- I was like so entranced, but I like wanted to, I didn't want to miss a frame. And that's how I felt in this movie too. Like I'm watching this movie. I physically like felt <laughs> very, it was difficult to watch this movie at, at points. And I felt myself like fidgeting and I, I truly felt like I was, on the verge of a panic attack a couple times. I told times. myself it was only a movie a few times and I... Right, uh, like, I did too. I, I wanted to leave. Like, I curled my arms from my chest and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I mean, and his films are very distinctly one of the few films that can do that, I, I think. It, for, at least for me, personally. Like, I just can only speak to my experience, but like... Yeah. Um, and it just felt like it was so entrancing and hypnotizing, super immersive, um, and just deeply affecting. I mean, like... I. I, I loved this movie and and I highly would recommend it to people as long as you feel like uh, you can kind of like stomach some very dark subject yeah. matter. Audience? Peanut gallery? <laughs> audience? Yeah. What, actually, let's get a quick little pulse on the audience. What yeah. did the audience Did you guys think? like it in a word or two? Maybe 10. This I'm still it. sitting with the movie personally, but I <laughs> I like his movies a lot and how they how they look and how they make you feel. And as I was watching it, I was thinking, there's nothing like this yes. at all. Mm-hmm. One of and seeing it on a big screen is, was a treat. is, is a say. treat. Yeah. It's yeah. like nothing else that you'll ever see. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, His films are singular. Did I get anything like personally from it other than that feeling? I'm not sure, but I'm still sitting with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Are you? In a word... <laughs> <laughs> In two I words. just keep thinking about the hair and the style and it was such a sensual treat and I just enjoyed so much about it like a good meal or something mm-hmm. just all the dancing and mm-hmm. like rediscovering what I loved about that one Aphex Twin song, (laughs) you know, and just all of that good, like, eye candy I thought was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Joshi? Like Dory, I love the dancing. The beginning was so good. I just just wanted to be in that scene with him and everything, but I would never watch it again. (laughs) Uh, I was traumatized, had a bunch of anxiety attacks. I wanted to get up and leave multiple times. (laughs) But I did like that it kind of brought these emotions out. It just like, it's, it gave me what it was supposed to. Yeah. So I liked it for like a one-time thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There oh, you yeah. have it. I did like the dancing too, by the way. I'll just jam that in. <laughs> there I we thought go. that was pretty cool. All right. Uh, I think we should talk about spoilers. So if you haven't seen Climax and you don't want to know anything, uh, you should probably stop listening. But um, Yeah. So let's, Josh, let's speak. Let's speak on this. You're saying like a, a, it would be a one-time thing, like being laced with LSD. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So it w- definitely was LSD that they took. It seemed like they yes, weren't Laura. on LSD. Are we about to summarize the movie that you fell no, no, asleep no. for? I thought that, to me it the seemed like they were on bath salts or something know, crazy but, like but, that. Like it seemed like they were on some other kind of drug. They were, no, it reveals. But they were on LSD and a few of them were on coke. It showed at the end that girl dropping LSD in her eye, and that was the LSD that got in the drink. Yeah, she's the she's the culprit. Okay. Well, LSD really was that. cool in the 60s it and the 90s. It just seems weird that they that all would be back? acting like that yeah, it's too much. on LSD. Like, that well, does they not... took too much. They clearly were overdosed. I guess so, but, but it just seemed like... a couple of the people like... had really good trips. What? A couple yeah. of the people had it's a, a really good yeah. trip, but yeah. some people had bad trips. Yeah. It just seemed like he only focused on the bad trip people. Not, not really. I don't think so. That's right? totally not true. You, you see, it's like a mix and match. Daddy had a good time. Daddy yeah, had daddy a great had time. A daddy loved time. it. And the chick who went and put more in her eyeballs, she yeah, also she had was, a good she time. She was having a great time. She was in our I just world. showed them for such a short time. Like, it followed the bad trip people for much longer, it seemed like. And well, the chick with the white afro, she also had a good night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Well, she uh, had some bad moments, though. Eventually, <laughs> it ended up well. 
yeah. But definitely, you know, I mean, you. It's interesting to fo- uh, that you say uh, he only focused on the bad trips. Uh, I feel like the the other way to put that is in this movie, some people had a relatively good time on this drug that allowed them <laughs> to be completely solipsistic and in inward focused and hallucinatory while other people were literally killing themselves and dying right <laughs> in the same building right uh in front it's of like them. what happens when a bunch of people who don't know they're getting drugged some of which don't even maybe like partake in lsd uh just all get dosed like what yeah. ha- like the varying experiences of lsd mm-hmm. you know like some people die <laughs> yeah in this yeah. film and like some people's sa- children some people, electrocute themselves right i mean like it's the whole span of th- of emotion and, and feeling and like yeah. i mean everything is in this i actually think that um while yes it focuses on the dramatic moments uh i i don't think it, it only focuses on the bad I, I think that like it i actually love the perspective of this because i did expect it to uh just just watching enter the void like i expected it to be more of the perspective of one person potentially mm-hmm. like I, I had no idea going to this what it was going to be yeah but um mm-hmm. i thought it was going to be more of like oh we're gonna have a central character we're gonna focus on whoever it is i don't even know if it's gonna be a guy or a girl um and we're just gonna like kind of see it from their perspective but i actually thought it was really cool to to have this like roaming camera mm-hmm. that is like it feels live you know it feels like a it feels like <laughs> It feels like real time or something, even it's though of like course it's not. It's like long shots, like one shot kind of stuff. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely like portrayed as one shot. Of course, there's there's hidden cuts right, throughout right. the film, but it's portrayed as like a, a one it. shot film. Um, in in long ro- sequences, there's like a few yeah. long, yeah. long one shots. shot looking. Or, yeah, I guess that's that's inaccurate to say because yeah, plenty yeah. of cuts, but like it just seemed like a it did seem like a nightmare though. Like I mean, it seemed like hell going going to hell. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but that is not, in my opinion, what LSD is like. Well, Always. but I mean, it's and most not just one singular experience. Though. I know, but just like the whole scene in there looked like a living hell. I also, like I would never want to be in there. You know what I mean? It I just think horrible. it's the kind of thing where the, con- you know, like the conditions are set for bad vibes. Like you just <laughs> described, like you said earlier, it was like a bad vibe. Yeah. The, 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 the movie is, is most people have a bad time because the conditions were set for a bad time mm-hmm. for one thing the moment they all realize they're on lsd is the moment they are they start accusing people of right. drugging them. yeah that is in the, the bad the, the way beginning. to start a bad trip <laughs> yeah no doubt about it <laughs> that's where that's how everyone descends into hell right then and there and to me it seems clear that they have all taken way too much like yeah, yeah. i they're think just it's all barely insinuated that they have been heavily it's not like yeah we just had a hit of mm-hmm. acid or something it seems to me that they are all taking an extreme amount of acid yeah mm-hmm. so it's not like you know an acid trip where you would take a dose and be ready for I it hear that. and you know what i mean like it's a bunch of people who are getting heavily dosed without consent or like you know without prior knowledge of it and like know? within f- within like five minutes of all of them realizing that they've been <laughs> dosed, they freeze a guy to death. Like they, right. they, sh- they think he did it. They yeah. shove him out the door. They and we lock never, the door right. and he dies right. in the snow. So like, you know, and bad vibes. For I sure. mean, yeah. And this kid screaming in the corner the whole time. I mean, like th- oh this is God. a great, th- th- I mean, the sound, yeah. the sound design oh in this movie God. is insane. Like you, insane. you, you like the fear screaming women in the background through the whole movie. Yeah. 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 And, and you fear like, I, I, uh, you know, I mean, it's weird to say I loved this, but I actually loved the, uh, just like the fear you would have when you knew that a character was going to walk through that hall, you yeah. know, like yeah. you, you, the whole, you have such a great sense of space in this movie because he, because of the roaming camera, like, you know, like, oh, when they go through that hall, that means that they're getting close to the main central area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they go over there, that's like kind of these bedrooms or whatever. So like any time that a character started walking towards this direction that the kid is like trapped in this fucking room, I'm like, you know, oh, you're going to have to pass fuck. by like, that screen. Yeah. We're going to like, hear this fucking kid. Like, yeah. can someone help this fucking kid? You know, yeah. like that's when I was like, it's just a movie. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> to me, it was really like really, really stressing to me. This was, yeah. I know it's a movie of course, but like, I was I was deeply affected and, by and many <laughs> sequences. Yeah, in this like film. if anyone's specifically lis- the kid. I mean, if anyone's choosing to listen to this part without having seen the movie, someone someone who gets dosed has their child there, 
And of course, early in the movie, someone says the very portentous line, like, this is a bad place to have a kid here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and, and uh, that was a funny conversation because the other person's like, what do you mean? Like, everything's cool in this area. And they're like, no, I mean, like, here. It's bad here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, in this building. Right. Uh, but like, like, and that same person gets dosed and then the kid appears and accidentally drinks some of the dosage and the woman who's already been dosed the mom freaks out and while freaking out locks the kid in a fucking electrical closet and says don't touch that that'll kill you locks the door and then yeah, it's like you and, know where that's going and but by it's the still way so hard i would to... say that's the one kind of like yeah. thing that i felt a, was a little contrived in the movie was like mm-hmm. as soon as that moment uh, happened yeah I, no, he, I, and she said don't touch that that'll kill you and then lock the door i was like that kid is gonna go touch that electrical thing he's gonna die and the lights in the building are gonna change my favorite sequence in the movie just from a pure enjoyment perspective was the opening 10 minutes so good where the characters are introducing themselves in the form of an audition tape i guess um and you see you watch them all kind of just like talking about their character they're asking them about their drug experiences for some reason you don't know why they're asking them about their their you know their sex lives whatever mm-hmm. but like they're just it's just like this weird interview audition tape where you really get to know a lot of weird seedlings about every character in the movie um all happening on this television that is framed on either side. On the left side is a stack of books, and on the right side is a stack of VHS tapes. Uh, most of the book titles were in French, so I didn't really grab most yes. of them, but the word suicide was on one of them. Uh-huh. There was, uh, uh, man, there was like, you know, the, a couple of classic texts. There's Nietzsche on one of the <laughs> book titles. There was like, all of it had a se- a seemed to have a sort of uh, themes that were related to the movie. And then on the right side, all the movies were like the mother and the whore, possession, mm-hmm. uh, clearly Suspiria, like influences. By the yeah. way, mm. yeah, uh, dance school movie, yeah, uh, it was movie. all the dance it was... horror movies. Suspiria, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't believe that movie had any influence on this one. <laughs> um, uh, oh God, possession! Do you guys know the yeah. movie Possession? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrei Zulovsky. Uh, th- that sequence with the woman, like. You know, throwing the, uh, you know, when she's like in that room with the, um, the wall that's all the forest or whatever, and yes. she's like just throwing her body around and yes. like yeah. hitting, hitting possession. the, uh, that's straight that's possession. totally possession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That scene. Um, and then, and I wanted, and I was, while that sequence was happening, I was staring at the VHS tapes because I wanted to remember as many of the totally. titles as possible. Because I feel like they're all probably And referenced. I can't now remember more than that, unfortunately. Harry Carey? Harry Carey was, yeah. Harry Carey was one of them, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't, hadn't seen that film, so I don't remember what it, I don't know what that represents. Yeah. Um, ah, Obviously, Suspiria with all the dance, you know. Though there were others that I knew. There's a book by. Oh, Unshanandalu. Yes, Unshanandalu. Yes. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. The surrealist. Yeah. uh, Salvador Dali and Lou Bunuel. Grotesque film. Yes. Where where in it an eyeball is cut open, right? Mm -hmm. uh, And in the final shot of of this film, a woman is. So many references. (laughs) Dali did LSD, of course. Right. Uh, But yes, there's uh, there's an eyedropper of of LSD, and I also love the last shot, by the way. So good. Where her face. As the fades LSD drops down her, that was crazy. It so slowly fades to white, and she just like freezes in a bizarre like. No, she doesn't freeze. Her eye keeps blinking. Oh, right, but like that's what's cool about that. Yes, she's moving totally, but like her. Well, nothing else is moving. Just her eye is blinking. She seems to be like merging with the white oh, space. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like a really crazy effect. Yeah. I would include in the opening sequence, I really loved the opening like dance sequence too. Oh my God. Yeah. Like when they first oh. cut to so this party or whatever, like these people, it seems like they're practicing for, you know, something that yeah, they're they going to do together. Um, that opening dance sequence, I was like, this is insane. This is like so cool. And like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, I loved the choreo- the choreography of it. I love that it was presented as one take. I'm not positive it truly is one take, but like, yeah. it is, it certainly is presented as one. And if that was one take, I mean, that was quite the incredible uh, oh, really? take, you know? Super good. And Wait, I was also, it really all presented as one take? That well, there was sequence? no cuts yeah. oh, 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 in it. Oh, oh, but I'm just sequence. wondering if there was gotcha. hidden cuts. There could have been. If it would have been more psychedelic, I probably would have been way more interested. So then you should see Enter the Void. Yeah, I, I want to see yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. This I, was just it's a little slow bit, still, though. I don't know. I mean, For me, this was kind of a one-note type of vibe. I mean, obviously, there's a shift in the tone when it starts going down. You don't feel like down. it gets crazier and crazier, though? No, no. Once it, once it gets crazy, it's just crazy. 
The part no, it's to me, me it's dynamically crazy. It gets crazier Kinda. and crazier. The mm, part that I, I wanted it's to all leave a bad during vibe, though. the it's part too- that I wanted to leave during is the part where and, and whenever anyone go whenever they go every time they go back into the main chamber you're more I was felt more and more bummed out that they were doing it like like not mm-hmm. that I wasn't you know not that I was feeling like they shouldn't I was just feeling like oh no they're going back in there <laughs> oh no right. they're going back in again right. oh and again <laughs> we have to check what these motherfuckers are up to now <laughs> and like now we're in there and like like the last sequence where you know there's people being beat up and there's writhing on the floor and it's all red and the mm-hmm. camera's upside down <laughs> right for like five ten minutes that whole sequence i was just like i do w- want to get up and leave like i do want to, to make it stop kind of right now yeah but that's um, that's it, the right? point and of like, course totally. that's part that's of it the whole point of the movie the yes. claustrophobia of yeah. being unable to get Unhigh. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and yeah. the times and I and and I've never been on a psychedelic, but I've been too drunk and I've been too high. Same thing. And I've there were certain parts where they were having like those like uh, yeah, moments that I was roll. like that felt like Real. in my bones, oh, in my yeah. muscle memory. I don't like, know how he gets like, these performances. No, no, it's like a bad hangover. Yeah, I didn't think this was that crazy in terms of like. I thought I was going to be seeing stuff that made it look like you were on acid or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I just it didn't think look like, like that to me. I, I no, loved, it didn't. Yeah, it's not that, and because I, because I think it's it is showing you multiple perspectives. You know, it just it's, looks like you're seeing a bunch of people on a hard drug that is not pleasant. But, it, it, I thought maybe it was like bath salts or something like that, because <laughs> people were getting so violent and stuff. And I don't think that the acid inherently makes people well, be violent. Well, I think they hinted at that in the beginning with all those conversations, like multiple people were talking about some pretty violent shit, especially like sexually violent kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, I think it's all to me in a way it's all in that first half. Like you kind of know what direction certain people's trips are going to go based on like what they said in that first half, Mm -hmm. you know, like certain people were talking about, you know, just kind of more, um, I don't know, just like, run-of-the-mill more like flippant conversation yeah. whereas other people yeah. are like talking about like yeah i can't wait to like fuck her with no lube and like yeah, right. you know like yeah. they're, they're like talking about this like really horrifying ho- like hard like kind Funny, of horrifying scene yeah but like also laughing about it and so you're like wow okay we're really like getting to know the full spectrum of the people in this mm-hmm. room aren't we and i think that's um it all plays out <laughs> yeah. you know like then we see everyone have their different fucking trip yeah Anyways, yeah. uh, we have talked quite a while. Oh, Dory has a final comment. Will though. you take a question from the audience? Yes, question yeah. from the audience. So, who do you think dosed everybody? Oh, we it know. Was, oh, it was the, the girl from the end. The woman, yeah, The one who was eye-droppering. Because she has like a book that says LSD next to her. And... Are you sure? But that doesn't necessarily because mean I that it was her. Because I kind of have this little conspiracy theory in my brain about the person who was watching the videos at the beginning. Mm. That was oh. the Being the choreographer. Oh, maybe it was the dance the the person who was filming them Wait. in the beginning, the interviewer. Yeah. No, they weren't even there. Huh? But you don't know. The lady with, who had the kid? No, not her. No, the one who was asking them questions that they were answering. The 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 dance troupe. Like the the, like the director. The, like so you so the movie starts and it's first person like you're watching this like video interview and you're like watching this footage and it's obviously a choreographer who's interviewing them. Right. And they do this performance, like this, like tryout performance as the movie starts. And part of me can't help but wonder if, like, maybe the choreographer was there filming something and, and, them and, and how they perform on acid was like part of their like tryout or right. something. I, but there's like no indication at all that there's any like, filming happening, something. though. What? There's no indication that there's anything any filming happening except well for except the for the beginning though well, I mean, the, the beginning, beginning is yeah. very much like a documentary like they're gonna they're gonna like make something with all these people or something or i mean it, it it's, actually it's an interesting, interesting theory, yeah, yeah it's interesting i just don't know i think it's i think it's implied everybody else maybe the kid dosed everybody but, but like, <laughs> like she was like kind of in her own little world but like why bother showing her doing any acid at all if she wasn't the culprit yeah i thought i thought she the was last... into it but she was so harmless well means <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. um i loved it that's my final thought any final words laura i mean right on <laughs> 
Does All anybody right. want to go get some sangria up yeah, the street? <laughs> All right, I think, we should, I think we should wrap this uh, episode up. We've talked quite a while in uh, Climax. But um, yeah, Spencer Owen, you yeah, have a band. I have a band. It's called Spencer Owen Timeshare. Um, our, I, on the last episode, one of the things I wanted to re-listen to was what I said about what my what i'm doing <laughs> now yeah what are you um, doing tell, well, tell people tell, where they can find you i have a, an addendum of course for for uh people who are regular totally tellers um <laughs> out there uh, i said that <laughs> tell tell holes. Holes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god that's our yeah that's our fan base name totally tell holes i need a t-shirt i'm a tell hole i'm totally a tell hole i'm totally a tell hole uh I said that our my band's upcoming debut album was self-titled. It is not. It's actually called Presentation uh, by Spencer and Timeshare. And we are going to be putting that out. Uh, you know, I think just we're going to put it out on July 19th. I think that's what we're going to do. Oh, what oh wait, is that an exclusive? Did I we think, just get a scoop? Yes, yeah. Oh, my God, we just got a scoop? Yeah. Wait, did you just, make, did you just write that date as we spoke? Uh, as you spoke? He no, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I've, I decided that a couple days ago. He decided What's, he was going to give us a scoop. Gotcha. What day of the week is that? That's a Friday. Wow. Friday release. So, wow. Like a movie. Yeah. Or, or like albums. Actually, oh, yeah, no, wait, no, albums, albums come out on Tuesdays. Usually. They used to. Or they used to. But they used to. Right. Now it's a, a, now yeah, it's I think a it total matter. free-for-all. It's yeah, a free-for-all. It's a free um, fest. But yeah, so. Wait, what? Dominic, wait. Huh. Do movies normally come out on Fridays? Yeah. Oh. What? I didn't know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Movies normally come out on Friday. Spencer, we want to play a song, Friday, though. Friday. Yeah, so this song is actually from the album presentation coming out on July 19th. Uh, you, if, if, to, to, on that day, you should be able to get it on all your streaming platforms. Um, you know, it's a while from now, so set your calendars. Um, but I'm also going to put it up on my Bandcamp page, and we're going to make some records, too. So I'm, we're going to sell those at shows. And, yeah, vinyl. Um, and, uh, yeah, vinyl records. Um, so we're going to sell those at shows and on my Bandcamp page too. So look out for that. Uh, it's going to have cool artwork, I think maybe, um, nine songs. And one of them is called experimental prototype song of tomorrow, which is a song that I wrote, actually wrote about 15 years ago as my budding adult, my, (laughs) my, my, my years as a child Disneyland fan (laughs) became a, a, I was turning into a budding adult Disneyland fan (laughs) trying to figure, trying to reconcile those feelings. Um, so this is a song sort of about the bizarre uh, cultural issues around, um, Disney parks. Yeah. Mm. Not only that, uh, I can also tell you the, there's a video for this song online right now as we speak. So if you Google Spencer Owen timeshare, experimental prototype song of tomorrow or you look it up on youtube you can f- or just go to my website thespencerone.com the music video for this song is up and yeah. uh my wife shot it at disney world and i uh <laughs> with me um, oh cool wow it's 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 it was filmed on the people mover and the monorail nice wait <laughs> uh, the people mover people mover do they still have that? they still got it at disney, wait, disney is, world oh yeah and the monorail yep. wow yeah i'm so sad they got rid of that at disneyland i know it's really a bust and with that, we're going to end this episode of Totally Tell Me. Thank you so much, Spencer Owen. Hey, for this being has on been so fun. What a fun time. What a, what, it's a weird time. It was a weird time, but it was a fun time. A fun and weird time. Yeah. It was an eventful Thank you, night. studio audience. Yeah. One of the few times we've had a studio audience. The only time I think we've had a studio Nick audience is more Josh. than one. Right, yes. All three of you, thank you so much for being here. Um, we are going to play a song by Spencer Owen to close out the evening. Spencer Owen Timeshare. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Spencer Owen Timeshare. Uh, this has been Totally Tell Me. We post new episodes every other Wednesday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Um, intro music is by Lauren Anton. And our outro music tonight is by Spencer Owen Timeshare. This is called Experimental Prototype Song of Tomorrow. Set.